welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Michael Block Talk, on Twitter at Block Talk NYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. your glass with your favorite spirit we're about to spirit you away as it's time to make mike watch spirited away joining me on this animated adventure are my iconic fam heidi ho and Lindsay k hello hello hi hello hi hi um wow that was a movie it is it is a film it is a film um i wish that i was high during it but alas i wasn't but if I have another spare two hours, perhaps I will get high and watch it. I mean, Just, I first watched it as a child, so I wasn't high then either. And I'll tell you, both experiences are enjoyable. Yeah, okay, all right. I mean, th- that's very, very good to know. Well, I'm excited to talk about this movie with you both. It's a Make Mike Watch. I've never seen it. Heidi, you suggested the movie. Lindsay, yes, I've you, it dozens of times. And Lindsay, you've never seen it. I've never seen it. So I'm, it's I'm like, loving the uh, iconic makes each other watch situation. Right, now. right. So it, it's it's kind of fun to do it this way. So it's like a make Mike and Lindsay watch movie this time. We around. had discussed possibly doing the film Heidi, yes. uh, you know, based on the book, but I have actually never seen that myself. And then it would be, <laughs> we all just watch something for the right. first It's time. a reaction, a reaction yeah, podcast. A reaction. Yeah. But I'm excited um, to discuss it. First off, let's do it. Drink. We're going to do a drinking game again. Um, drink if you hear the word iconic mentioned at all. It might be. You've already got Just one. Possibly. Yep, yep. And also, we're going to keep it in. We're keep, keep keep things simple. If you hear me talk about my personal life, take a drink. Take a chug. I don't yep, care what you do. On this one. We do. Heidi and I get to surprise you a little bit with this. Yeah. Oh, great. If you, Good. If you get to mentioning sad things in your personal life, we're gonna deter the conversation and make you answer a pageant question instead. Or okay. you have to list, uh, what was it? Three. Three nice things about yourself. About yourself, yeah. Oh, okay, And you don't cool. even get to pick which option it is. We decide, we decide if it's a pageant question or you have to say nice things about yourself. Right. Well, Everyone well, else still gets to drink. Yes, yeah, so you all drink. I will try to make things work in my life. Um, but it's, it's, it's a very interesting, um, movie uh to discuss because it's it's, it, it's weird parallels watching it right now in 2021 yes 20 years after it came out there and during pandemic and all of these things oh, so yes. many different meetings it's a themed movie the parallels will lay on top of each other for time and time again i feel like it's a timeless film it really is it really does does feel timeless because of the world that uh he put it in but it's it, it, it watching it today felt interesting for me personally because i don't know when this will be released but today officially marks one year of me going out and doing things in public like it's, uh one year since my last show as well exactly so I mean, I've for, done a few now i've done like six shows in between that year like I, i'm three weeks back into having one 
gig a week, very luckily, but uh, almost a full year without anything. So it's such a crazy reflection. Yeah. We were each talking about this separately throughout the day, mm -hmm. uh, but Michael and I were talking about having seen each other at Heidi's show um, on, the, on that day, March like 14th. this day a year ago. Um, and I was mentioning to Heidi that my last, you know, that like Instagram trend, last normal picture, my last normal picture is of her at that show. Right. Yeah. So this day, I, I remember distinctively because it kind of was a big, a, 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 a normal Saturday, but also like a different turning point of a Saturday. Everyone was coming um, on to normalcy. You could feel right. it. Right. Yeah. Like it was, we did our bottomless brunch. We immediately went over to Heidi's show and watched, and it was a fun show. Um, and Gilda was the guest. Yeah, my guest was Gilda. Mm -hmm. um, and after that, uh, we went back to my apartment and it was the first time that Ryan had come over and we had taken an edible before going over to Icon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before, well, basically to watch Boudoir LaFleur, which is spirited away in her own right. But we went to Icon and was were there until closing. And that was normal. And it's kind of weird a year later to know that every day from now on is going to be a reflection of what happened in this past year. And this movie is the last time that something right. happened and we don't right. know when it can happen again. And the entire time of watching this movie, I was like, what is the metaphor? What is the story here? What is this about? And then you get it in the very last line, basically of like, this is your new home. Mm -hmm. And it was terrifying. It's so this movie- It's trauma. Yeah. So this, this was a really interesting movie to watch today for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I had no ideas for watching it. I'm like, well, that is touching on a different thing in one of our lives, and that's touching on another, like yeah. metaphor for something that we're dealing so, with. So yeah, it Everyone's was wearing masks in a scene, right? You know? Yep. It, it, it was. It's it's definitely. If I watched it a year ago, would not have had the same reaction as it did today. No, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah. And that's, that's so what I'm cool. excited to discuss. But let's that's dive good. in with the cold hard facts. Okay, cold hard facts from Michael Bradley Block. It Ooh. stars a bunch of Japanese actors and actresses, but we didn't watch that version. We watched the English dub version. The English version, which has a lot of Disney voices. Yes. Nice, actually. So the English version includes a cast of Davy Chase, Jason Marsden, Suzanne Plachette, David Ogden Stiers, Susan Egan, Michael Chiklis, and John Ratzenberger. John Ratzenberger. All big names. Yeah. Um, it was it's originally awesome. animated by Studio Ghibli. Ghibli. Is that a, okay. Um, Directed by Hayao Miyazaki. Um, music by Joe Hishashi. Released July 20th, 2001. In America, September 20th, 2020, uh, 2002. We'll get to how it got to America because it's an interesting story. But Rotten Tomatoes. We all love Rotten Tomatoes because they usually are right on things. 97% on 188 reviews. Amazing, yeah, yes. that's correct. That's Which is an 8.6 out of 10 in their ranking system. And as we like to do, we like to do the synopsis. So I have what the synopsis according to HBO Max was, which was the platform okay. we watched. Uh -huh. Then I have what my version of uh, the, the, what I thought it was about. Uh -huh. All right, so according to HBO Max, when Chihiro is whisked away into a breathtaking world full of spirits and demons, 
she must use all her wits in order to free herself and her parents from a sorceress Yubaba in Hayu Miyazaki's Academy Award winning masterpiece. What I thought it was about, my spirit flying away from my soul beginning in March 2020 up to and continuing through now. I mean, metaphors, right? Yes, yeah. So, Lindsay, you can be the tiebreaker. Who was closer? HBO Max or me? I mean, in 2001, it was HBO. Today, it's you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's the synopsis. I think HBO Max got it pretty well. <laughs> yeah, they went very detailed. No, no spoilers like um, anyone who does when we were doing the Harry Potter one, which was like basically telling us the entire fucking plot. Um, but yeah, that, that was a good, good, good teaser into watching the movie. So I got some draw dropping facts to lay on you. Spirit Away was created without a script. Despite having a rich plot with developed characters, it was not made with a script. In fact, this is how he films all of his movies without a script. He says he doesn't have the story ready when they start working on a film because he just doesn't have the time to do it. So the story develops from the drawing storyboards and allows the plot to happen organically. That's amazing. Now, I don't know world. what other job you're allowed to do that for, but I would like to be hired for it. Mm, you say that as someone who has previously had a clear job title. And let me tell you, as someone who has had many jobs and very few of them have had a very clear job title. It's not do, you, do you walk into your job without the work done? He's like, no, I'm going to direct this film. I don't know. What, I'm going to write this film. I don't know what it's about. I mean, half the time, I don't know what numbers I'm going to do at a show when I walk into a gig. Yeah, I was going to say, you just okay, described every that's drag fair. queen. That's fair. There are also so many parallels to like the drag world in this too. Yeah, absolutely. The, the changing of the names. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Chihiro was inspired by the daughter of one of the director's friends. The filmmaker took friends to a mountain cabin and his friend's daughter and her peers inspired him as they were on the verge of adolescence and extremely extreme apathetic lives. He decided he needed to make a movie for 10 year old girls. To make them care about something. Yes. So this was made for 10 year old girls. I mean, that's why I love it so much. You're a 10 year old girl. Well, my mom is. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. It doesn't fall far from the tree. I think I'm 12. Shandy is a 10 year old girl. Yeah. Oh. Oh, cool. The river spirit was inspired by Miyazaki's experience cleaning a river. Oh, that's cool. Okay, yeah. Because he saw all the disgusting shit in it. And he's like, we yep. treat such beautiful pieces of nature in this way. Absolutely. Pixar's John Lasseter championed the film. The first screening outside of Japan was at Pixar Studios. Miyazaki asked Lasseter to help him with the English dub, and Lasseter convinced Disney to buy the distribution rights. So technically, it's a Disney movie, but it's not on Disney+. Plus. So is, is it a Disney movie? Well, right. That's so interesting. I wonder if they'll do a release, if it'll disappear from HBO at some point. And I, like, I'm yeah, sure distribution rights, I'm yeah. sure at some point they will mm-hmm. make the move. The movie broke office, box office records, earning 30.4 billion yen, making it the highest grossing film in Japanese history, overtaking Titanic. Oh, mm. wow. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. Let's dialogue make believe instead of a real life tragedy. What do you mean? The Titanic wasn't real. Michael, I have some what? news for you. What? You mean Leo was there? The unsinkable Kathy Bates remains unsinkable. Exactly. Oh, she gotcha. Wait, here. do I have to do that character next year for Halloween? Yes. 
No. Yes, Molly you've, Brown. I'll put you up in drag. You've got it. a lot of Kathy Bates you can choose. From. I have lots of Kathy Bates. You should just do the one from that movie or that TV show that failed, where she was a lawyer or something. Harry's Law. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. right. It's just a Paula Dean wig. That's true. That is true. Dialogue was added to clarify certain elements in the American version. There are several times where Chihiro seems to narrate what she sees or what's going on. Those parts were not in the original. Lindsay literally went, who is she talking to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She is just a 10-year-old girl. She's like, I I have to explain what I'm doing. Listen, if she's she's in her own version of quarantine, I understand it. We all talk to ourselves. Yeah, she's convincing herself that this is the right move to make every step of the way. No one else is there with her. Exactly. Davy Chase, the actress who played uh, Chihiro, was the voice actress who played the role of Lilo in Lilo and Stitch. Stitch. Spirited Away beat Lilo and Stitch for Best Animated Feature at the Academy Awards. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, I love Lilo and Stitch as well, but this is a better movie. We will discuss this actress later on in this film because, oh my God. You can visit the setting for Spirited Away in real life. What? The packed streets and elaborate bathhouse of the movie is from downtown Jufen in Taiwan. Oh my gosh. So there's your first international trip. You got it. I've been wanting to go somewhere besides the, you know, block I walk my dog on. Yeah, that's fair. And finally. Second shot coming up soon. I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We both do. The movie won almost every award, but three it was nominated for. What were the three it didn't win? Do you have those? Um, I don't have them handy. Let okay, me see if fine. I. That's for Google. the users to Google. Yeah, you, y'all. Okay, it was. They did not win the best animated or mixed media feature. No, sorry, they did win that. They did not win the fifty seventh British Academy Film Awards for best film not in English language, and they did not win the Saturn Award for best writing or Saturn Award for best music. Huh. But everything okay. else, they won. Yeah, that's fine. So. That's Good for you, girl. So those are the, the, the things we know about the movie, the, the, the facts, and um, didn't really play an impact on how I interpreted the movie, but oh boy, what a flick. What a film. Are we ready to discuss it? Yeah, I'm like, tell us what you thought about it, Michael. How, how much did this impact you? I remember when I first watched it as a young child, uh, the year that it came out, I just felt like this I mean, I wasn't that young, but still a like, pit in my heart after watching it. Like I, I felt so many things and uh, it wasn't the same things that I felt today when I watched it. But I think it, it, it shows to its artistry the way that it speaks to individuals yeah, as well as like overarching general themes. So you can speak to something very specific in your life that you're relating to. Uh, at the same time, it just, it's about love. Absolutely. And it definitely is bookended with a little hint of what the movie's about. Yes. And then finally with the full, giving you the lines, what it's about. Lay it out to you right at the end in case you so, forgot. Yeah, so we are in a car, they're moving. And literally one of the very first lines in the movie is about Chihiro missing her best friend. Mm-hmm. And I wrote the first thing, I miss my best friend too. I'm done already, <laughs> done with the movie. Three nice things about yourself. I can produce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, according to the chat during the uh, show yesterday, I can sing. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and and I can podcast. Let's start with that. We're going to go easy and we'll try to think of things as we go through this movie. But 
yeah, that first line got me. That one took me out. And I was like, here we go. But fun fact, I moved away uh, from my original hometown uh, in first grade. So oh, wow. I understood how, how moving away as a child is um, hard. Um, when I moved away, the class threw me like a big party. I don't know why they threw me a party, but they did. Well, it's a big um, deal for a kid like to do that transition. You know, I, mean, I think being social as a child isn't always easy. So losing that thing that is comforting is uh, even more traumatic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a nice little party. I remember that they, they had this big giant inflatable like dinosaur balloon for me because I liked dinosaurs apparently when I was in first grade. So oh, I loved dinosaurs. That was, that was cute. I mean, Jurassic Park, right? Yeah. Well, no, I didn't even watch Jurassic Park until I was an adult. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's such a mm-hmm. sad life. No, right? <laughs> so then the next couple lines. Um, she's, Chihiro says, my flowers are dying. To which her mom says, oh, I told you not to smother them. them. To which I said, okay, that was an attack on me. Yeah, and smothering. Hello. Do you want to pull up a pageant question? Oh, I do have a, I have a great pageant question. Let's Who is your role model, Michael? Who is my role model? My role model is Devin Green because Devin Green I is cookie and wacky and I just love her because she doesn't give a fuck and she doesn't care who cares either. Great answer. They're, Good answer. they're an amazing role model. I'm contestant number one, Michael Block. What if Devin Green plays the mom? Oh. Can you imagine? She is a voiceover actress. Mm-hmm. She's very good at these. All right. Uh, so, so before we even yeah. exit this car, I have to call attention to the, the music happening in the background, mm-hmm. right? So this score they've got going on, um, it's very similar to, uh, from Fun Home, the song, Welcome to Our House on Maple Avenue. Interesting. Yeah. For so, those musical theater lovers out there. Yeah. So give, give that a listen. I'm going to have to go side by side and listen to those. The, the, the music throughout this entire film is just captivating. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, for a second, I had to remem- remind myself that, no, 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 we are not in America. This movie is not taking place in America. They are, in fact, driving on their version of the correct side of the road. Right. I was like, They're right. that's the wrong side of the road. I was like, no, 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 no. No, no Michael. But then we drive by this um, in this forest part and there are apparently like little spirits that live in shrines like the little elves in Eurovision. Yes, I thought you would love that. I was like, yeah. I enjoyed that. Giving them little Eurovision mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but the woods are creepy. Did we not learn anything from Into the Woods? You don't go in there. You just don't. I mean, go. she is she is a passenger. Her father is driving this vehicle. How many times did, were you just sitting there in the car being like, I know that we're going the wrong direction, but I can't say anything. Right. Um, yeah. So what was all the what were all those creepy things in the woods? Why is there a random temple? We are starting with the inciting incident at the beginning of the movie, which made me remember, oh wait, he doesn't write a script. He's just going it's with the It's literally flow. the crossing of the threshold. Yeah, like literally so, three minutes into the movie and we're moving into it. And that's what it is. It's, it's not just that they go into a little theme park train station that they find. It is yeah. a threshold to another world. It is a limbo. Uh, I think that both physically that they're transported to some sort of other plane possibly or that it is uh mentally just like a moment for Shahira to contemplate what it is that she's doing and how she is yeah. going to deal with moving also there's her parents being greedy and I think that that reflects into yeah. 
um, that they're forcing her to go through this and just being like, tough it up. You ruined your own flowers. That's your fault. Hold on to your card because you're a clumsy little girl. No, we're going to do this. Listen to us. Shut up. We have cash and credit cards. We're going to eat. So I had kind of a different reaction to this. Um, my first, you know, the first thing I picked up on was the dad saying the building is not old. It's fake. Mm. It's plastic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so I thought that was really interesting as they were as they were beginning an mm -hmm. adventure, like entering something that was clearly going to be another world, him explicitly stating it's fake. I thought that was kind of cool. He doesn't believe. Um, right. And then there's this sort of trope uh, that there's always these overbearing parents uh, that are like strict and protective and a, an adventurous child. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that this didn't play on that. And it's it didn't- The opposite. It's yeah, the opposite, yeah. It's, it's the opposite. It gave us a risk averse child and adventurous, but more so curious parents, right? Yeah. They weren't- And they're trying to encourage that in their daughter. Exactly. They were trying to encourage their kid to be a kid. So the yeah. fact that Miyazaki was making this specifically for Our a 10-year-old yeah. girl to be a 10-year-old girl, that makes sense to me. Yeah, be yeah. adventurous, question things, explore, but also like uh, there, there is a little bit of caution there. Absolutely. Yeah. There's consequences. So I, I'm going to tell you, Chihiro, you're right. That place gives in the creeps too. <laughs> is this a horror movie? Don't go in there. I screamed at my computer. Don't go in there, please. But they yeah, it go gives in. you a little bit of that creepier feel, which a lot of Miyazaki films are lighter, airier. They have a lot of uh, fantasy and magic that doesn't have this necessarily suspense right away when you don't know what's happening. Yeah. So we're going through this tunnel. Her parents are leading the way. They're telling her not to like smother them, but that's what she does. Don't scream so harsh again. Um, they don't have a flashlight. How are they able to see? Maybe they have dark vision, 60 feet. You know, sure. your eyes adjust, all right? Have you ever walked along the along the docks on Fire Island at night and not used your cell phone? Like, your eyes adjust. And I've not been to Fire there. Island at night. There are windows in the station, so all they have to do is get through the tunnel. Okay, all right, that's fair. So we get to the station, and I want to point something out. I don't know if anyone else noticed um, the stained glass window. Mm -hmm. Did it not look like the 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 game Simon? Oh, it was four <gasps> yeah. colors. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. I was thinking elements. Yeah. I thought Simon. And I was like, okay, that's bringing back me back to my child because that's a '90s game. Yeah, that sure. was totally a '90s thing. Yeah. Um, but there's no trains at the station. They walk out, and it's basically like a field of wonder. Mm -hmm. Just a big empty field. Mm -hmm. And then we they discuss that oh it's just an abandoned theme park, and I mean isn't that kind of an, a beautiful adventure to think about for a kid? Wouldn't you just want as your fantasy to be able to explore a theme park all to yourself? Well, I just want to go to a theme park or a wild west town, and so, there's nobody else there, so you don't have to worry about Corona. I have to look up the name of there. this, place, but there's actually something really um, that this reminds me of, and it's a it's an old theme park in Vienna. Okay. Um, but it's not a theme park where it's like actively functional. It's this sort of defunct older theme park that's filled with sculptures that's supposed to evoke that same feeling, but draw attention to how creepy it is. Interesting. So, so it's like, that. yeah, it's, it's basically like if you were to create an abandoned theme park, but make it art, it's that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this made me um, very sad because I do have to cancel my trip to Disney and that's all I've been looking forward to. So yeah, that, that was a sad fun. moment for me. But then I realized, wait, these people just abandoned their car. 
in the woods. Well, we were just going for like a quick little jaunt. There was nobody around. They were in the middle of the forest. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I would have done that. No, I would never. No, I'd be like, done. you know what, Daddy, you stay there. We're gonna go on an adventure. See it you a little bit. Hero could wait in the car. You're right. So. Yeah. Oh, they were ready to. She had the choice from the very beginning whether or not she wanted to go on the adventure. Yeah. So I as they're exploring this abandoned yeah. theme park, my next note was Shahiro whines just as much as Lilo. Yep. Well, that's her voice was perfect for that character. Oh my God. I was like, this is why I don't like Lilo and Stitch because Lilo is obnoxious. Well, Lilo so is going through a much different trauma than Shahiro. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. But both have reasons to whine. Yes, Lila's life sucks. Um, she did get a cool pet. Yeah, she did. She did get a cool, um, a cool little doggy. Also, are you Heidi's version of Stitch? She is. <laughs> that ad campaign for Lilo and Stitch is one of Disney's greatest, where yeah. Stitch just showed up and ruined iconic scenes throughout Disney history. Take a drink. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Iconic. Oh, I said iconic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, 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 absolutely. And then uh, with the release, uh, fun fact, um, Stitch ruined Cinderella's castle at Magic Kingdom and put and uh, threw toilet paper all over it. Oh, that's so cool for the release. It's, it's considered one of the worst moments in Disney theme park history because why the fuck did you just ruin Cinderella's castle? Oh, the fans were not happy for it. I sh- oh, that's so stupid. Because they, they didn't know who Stitch was yet. They're like, how dare you? But then everyone came to love Stitch and they gave us a, a Stitch attraction and then promptly closed Maybe it because it was just when they opened the Stitch attraction. That yeah, that's probably what would have been, been better. Yeah. Why? Um, well, on the subject of taking this sort of parents exploring uh, with Shihiro um, and then comparing it to other Disney movies, in this case, Pixar, I... I thought it had some strong Inside Out vibes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's um, the movement thing that... Uh, a child adjusting to moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's got her parents here kind of trying to encourage that curiosity, mm-hmm. trying to encourage her to engage with her surroundings. Yes. Um, specifically, the scene that came to mind uh, for this one was when the mom and Riley go out for pizza and they're exploring. They're like not finding what Riley wants exactly, mm-hmm. but, you know, still kind of giving it their best. Yes. Yeah. It's like the attempt to find happy when you have no motivation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Daddy is smelling some food and clearly doesn't think that this abandoned theme park is a trap whatsoever. No, 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 no. The parents are like, oh, you know what? Question me. Is it because parents are naive to magic? They just are Maybe. like, this is food and normal. They're like, you know what? Let's steal the food. We'll pay later. Don't worry. Let's just let's just eat. Let's just eat. They have credit line cards is- and cash. That line has always stood out to me. Daddy has credit cards and cash. I mean, that's maybe why we want to cast you for the character, actually. But it's like he he doesn't see consequences because he can pay his way out of it no matter what. Exactly. And Shihiro's like, y'all going to get in trouble. And, and she's the one who knows better. She knows better. What I will say. Yeah. What I will say is, you, Lindsay, you already mentioned how the music really does play a big part of this. But like for me, the first time the music really hit me was the underscoring um, as she is getting the discovery of the bathhouse. Yes. Because yes. it's really this grand turn and then you see the bathhouse and you're like, where are we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not just like a theme park. It's something more out of this world. It's the yeah. focal point. Exactly. Um, obviously, a bathhouse is, has different connotations for many different cultures. What? 
um obviously when we hear bathhouse we're like excuse me what time um, but, yeah what's going on here a child's going into a bathhouse um probably see, not great but meanwhile, oh. I like bathhouse and just think like yes i want to take a bath i can't wait i want to go back it's more like a what you would call um a spa castle if you will Spa castle yes I still uh-huh. never got to go. I'm sad Truthfully, about that. Also, the Russian Turkish baths. Yeah. Like, it reminded me of like Russian Turkish baths here, of course, being much, much smaller. But yeah. It's run, so by, run by Svetlana Stoli. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but that moment kind of starts with the scoring, uh, the yeah. coming alive of the entire world. The sun is setting, mm-hmm. things start to change. You get little crescendos, boom, 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 as the lights go up and doors start to open and then we see this dude telling Shahira to go before night it, why is this gonna be like a werewolf thing are the toys coming to life like what's going on here urgent um, right away yeah and she runs she's she gotta get out oh my god her parents turned into pigs traumatizing absolutely terrifying gross and you know what i compare this to when the kids turn into donkeys and pinocchio it is yep yeah it fucking is terrifying that scene will forever spook me. Well, those kids were asses and they got what was coming to them. That's very, they, very that's true. Those parents were pigs. They turned into pigs. They were disrespectful. Um, yes. Right, food that didn't belong to them. But but just to go back to the food for a second. Delicious looking food. Right. So does anyone else have those intense memories of like cartoon foods that you just, mm. oh my God. Like that um, that really stringy, cheesy pizza from a Goofy movie. Yes, you know this is one of the things that comes to mind for me when the parents are heaping all the different things yeah. into fillings. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it was making me think of, like yes. all of those other you know food moments from movies. And they they were just gluttonous, and how could you not be gluttonous if there's just food lying there? Why wouldn't you want to eat it all? It looks good. It smells it. great. Prepared, there was no one around. I mean, I understand. Um, I'm not the biggest in the world of anime. So I don't watch anime that often, but I do know there's like a style to the animation. Um, and the first time I noticed the style was when Shihiro was running and she is she runs weird. She runs so weird with her hands up. I'm like, what are you doing, girl? Are you trying to like flap your wing? Like, what was doing? right. She's a frightened little um, girl. It's like flailing all the time. Exactly. Michael, that's just how I run, okay? Apologies, I apologize. And then all of a sudden she starts disappearing. She's see-through. Yes. Why? Because this isn't her world. She doesn't belong there. So what's she going to be? Just spirit? She going to spirit away in this new world? Exactly. She is in the world of the spirits. Humans don't belong there. So she isn't going to be there any longer. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Okay. I guess. So she finally um, is given this some Very? sort of bar- yeah, um, by this weird person. We don't know who he is quite yet. Um, and she's no longer see-through. Um, but then she hears that we we get this music playing, and it's just like warm, fun, inviting music. And we get to see this riverboat arrive. And I'm like, I want to go on board. I'm here for it. And, but no, no, no. Everyone's coming off of it. You got the spirits coming ready for the bathhouse. Um, Materializing as they step off the boat. Being yeah. Gr- from another place or time or plane. Grim, grim grinning ghosts are about to socialize. There's some ducks. There are a lot of creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there, I mean, that, that is a topic to discuss is the world of animal and creature and what, 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 where, what are the rules of this world? Uh, that's a great question. You know, yeah. I don't think that they're, uh, the, the rules 
are clearly stated are the only ones that we know. Like he yeah. says, eat or you won't be a part of this world. He says, don't breathe when we cross the bridge. Um, mm -hmm. You know that they can smell humans and that they're clearly don't, like they're not supposed to be there. Yeah, yeah the parents ate some food that didn't belong to them, so they changed. Other than that, I don't get it. Like, I don't know why the spirits take the forms that they take. That's I think fair, that's fair. Just, um, animated creativity. No, you brought something up while we were watching this that I thought was really interesting that, you know, like every minute or so, every few seconds, um, Haku just drops another rule on Shihiro. Mm -hmm. who's right. Just, yeah, having to process it all. Um, and what I picked up on here was that she just sort of, she rolls with it and she's scared, but there's not this sense of deception. Mm -hmm. You know, there's like, she's afraid, but what she's afraid of is not that she's being lied to. It's that, okay, he's there guiding me. He looks like her. She is familiar to him. He is familiar to her. So there's a level of trust there that she doesn't sense with any of this other, yeah. or anything in this other rest of the world. Right, and, and, and this comes to my next point of like, we just discussed like her not disappearing because she eats a berry. Stranger danger, did her parents not teach her that yet? Obviously not gone to that not point. Um, but again, what, what, what he says, chew it and swallow. <laughs> I never really had to chew before the swallow. Right, but. neither have I, but must be. So the whole stranger danger thing. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, go for it. Following. No, I'm going to let you go for a second because I forgot. You know, we do have a certified swallowing expert here, and it's not the one of the three of us you'd expect. Oh gosh, I'm just uh, going to eat this pie. <laughs> wow, wow. Um, and then as this all is going on, we have Bird Lady. She's scary. She's looking for Shihiro. I don't like her. Oh no, wait. Sorry, I do want to stay on stranger danger for a minute before yeah. we you know, proceed. So, you know, when I was a kid and, and I'm introduced to the concept of stranger danger and all that, I'm thinking that applies mostly to other adults. I'm not thinking it applies to- Another child. Another child my own age. Right. And that what 12 year old is poisoning another 12 year old? This and, isn't Game of Thrones. And that gets me to my point of how old is Haku supposed to be? That's what I was about to say. He's not 12 years old. He is, a, he, his balls dropped. Um, okay. Sure, but 15. I- I, well, that's what I was gonna say. Is he fifteen? Is he's he thousands of years old? Actually, he's thousands of years. Yeah, correct. He doesn't know who he is. But like, at what age is he supposed to have stopped aging? Is I my... think he's fifteen presenting. All right, let's let 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 let's go with that. That works. That works for this. I'll take it. He's transgenerational. Sure. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Fifteen. Um, we'll stick with that. Do we know why her legs hurt? Because my legs hurt for other reasons. Does she have nerve issues too? Um, no, I think that the bird is looking for her and that Yubaba, who we haven't met yet, is a powerful sorceress or witch and that she like creates a, a spell in the world to bind the human where it sits. Gotcha. So, or where it stands so that she can go to it and get it. And um, since Haku is magical in his own way, he said he calls upon the elements, which I think is your first hint as to what or who he is, that he says upon the, the water and the wind that make you uh, move. And so he can basically counterspell whatever it is gotcha. taking her down. That checks out. That checks he out. evokes the elements within her because she is a human made of water, right? That's true. So many pigs. Lots of pigs. So many pigs. Are they all gluttonous parents too? 
question. I thought the same thing. Are they, or does she just make, I mean, they're feeding people every day. So maybe they have their own pig farm, but mm-hmm. it could just be, those are gluttonous humans. I think it's up, up to you to decide. Do they have okay. hundreds of gluttonous humans? Because then the oh. parallels to the Pinocchio, really scary again. Uh-huh. I like How that. How many people have fallen into this trap and never been able to get out? Yeah. It's not necessarily a positive world. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so we're now starting to finally know who uh, Haku is based on uh, the introduction of his name by a little frogman. Um, he's very powerful. He's very magical. But like, how does he know everything? And how does he know how to help her? Like, he's been there a long time, it seems, to be able to know has, has he, and stuff. Yeah. Has he saved other little girls from I wonder that too. this world? Yeah, are we going to see he, he take her to a secret place with other little humans? Yeah, because he, he was prepared. He was prepared. He, he knew every step also, to take. how many times has he tried this and failed? Or never, he's never tried to help anyone, but he feels compelled to help this one particular yeah. child. That's another thing, especially in filmmaking. They always ask the question, why is this day different from every other? Well, they've exactly. already answered it. She's moving. But why for Haku is this day different than every other? Because he has lived there his whole life. So right. I think Shahiro is the answer to that question. Yeah. Maybe he's never, ever tried to help a little girl before. So the, what he tells her to do is she needs to go find the boiler man um, and harass him until she gets a job yes. or Yababa will turn her into an animal. Oh, okay. So the pigs are just unemployed. Yeah, they're unemployed. That's an unemployment allegory there or any animal that she could probably have been a goat or a cow. And did, you just, did you just call me a pig? I think uh, she referred to me that way. You have a job. I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm one independent contracted gig. Don't tell the government. How do I talk my way out of this one? <laughs> um, I don't think you can. We just Dana Carvey showed it right there. Every unemployed person just clicked and the. Ooh. Yep. Yep. Uh, um. Then we heard this line from him, which, oh, after watching the movie, not as creepy, but first time watching. He has known her since she was young. Yep. I picked up on that too. I'm like, oh no. What's your mission, Millen? Boy, man. I don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. It's creepy. What if, well, what if it's another child that she knew, like from, that also moved? And so there, it's like a parallel of that, or like maybe somebody that got trapped in that world that's trying to help her not succumb to their same fate. There are many questions. Like, absolutely. could be so many things. This this movie had so many questions for me because I was like, I just, I like straightforward rules. I don't want to try to figure it out as I'm going along. Right. And I love a movie that just asks so many questions and only answers half of them. Yeah. This next sequence, there's a lot of movement going on. And I had to, I have to say the animation of motion in this movie is so strong. Yes. It's beautiful. Because yeah. Talking about it in 2021, we've had a lot of movies where the animation game has been upped. This is 2001. We're still marrying that world of 2D and 3D when it comes to animation. And this movie really brought both together in a very organic way. They make make use of it specifically. When they want to make a moment more powerful, it comes out at you. It moves three-dimensionally in a different way than the rest of the animation. Exactly. And then when it wants to stay in the anime, it stays in the anime, just like when she's 
um, doing that silly running down, down all those stairs. And all of a sudden, she's got a single expression on her face, crashes into a wall, no bruises at all. Yeah. It's anime. She gets hurt a lot. She, there are a lot of moments where I was like, that won't work in the real world. I know we're in a different world, but like falling and you don't care. That's also classic, uh, like film writer symbolism. Like a character yeah. hits their head, it show, it's to show that they're dumb. And I don't think that Shihiro is necessarily dumb. I think that she is naive and that, uh, so when she hits her head here, it's not saying that she's stupid, but rather unfamiliar. Everything is unfamiliar. Yes. And that she's resilient. She gets a job, falls, bruises herself up. This staircase moment, she just keeps trucking on. Kids are resilient. They'll fall down and get back up. Absolutely. So we're moving in and meeting our new friend, Boilerman. Um, he's I- like, like the spider dude thing. Um, but he also looks like the dude from Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh yeah, Doctor Robotnik. That's it. Yeah, it's it's the stash. It's that big ass stash. Giant stash covers the whole mouth. Um, we learn that his name is Kamaji, and he controls those little like things. They're um, balls. They are the coronavirus. Oh my gosh. I think they resemble what we have seen to be the coronavirus. So I yes. will go with that one. Um, little, little black bugs of little weirdness. COVID cuties? COVID cuties. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, no. Um, they're yeah, they're, they're they are. They're like are. spidery soot things. They're cute. There's sure. A it's the eyes. Wrinkles. Yeah. I would like to say that if I, too, also had super stretch arms to do things, I would never get up. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had those arms like that. It's like six um, arms. Yeah. It's really interesting. There are a lot of characters in this movie. We don't get a lot of backstory um, about oh. them. Well, Who my is this guy? question about um, Kamaji is where is his accent from? Yeah. It's like. It's David Ogden Steyer's doing the best he does, giving you everything you want. Yeah. Well, what he is giving me is somewhere between, and it's, it's distinctly not an Irish accent. But it has no. Irish moments. It's a cross between that and the Muppets impression of an old timey oil baron. It is to me giving you old timey. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. giving you like that uh I don't know, old West prospector. Absolutely. The guy who's been around for a long time. What yeah. is in his voice is experience. Yeah. Um, so he is basically telling um Shihiro, don't mess up the flow. We got we got everything. Don't do the job. Everything's moving isn't moving. Yeah, don't she take accidentally. Job. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say more specifically, he said you can't just take someone else's job if they don't work. They'll turn to soot. And I felt personally attacked in several ways. <laughs> All right, first off, Heidi just like turned her head like she was getting whiplash and stared at me when he said you can't just take, take someone else's job. job. Like I didn't take anyone's job. I just work a lot. And then, you know, if they don't work, they turn to soot. I'm like, see, you get me. That you understand yeah. me. I was like, you understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was a very, very interesting sequence because then um, she asked, she, she messes up the flow. So she has to carry that rock, um, that coal. Which is so she's, heavy for her. It, she's a weakling. Mm-hmm. She's a weakling. I said it. I said it right now. She, she, she's a weakling. She's 10. But they, if the little coronaviruses could carry it, so sh- could she. They were magic. <laughs> oh, right. Magic coronavirus. Like, magically go away. Cast a spell on them and 
so some people can possess magic in this world, but obviously he's not strong enough to not be a boiler man. Yeah. He has those tickets to get away that we find out later. Uh, but he's, yeah, he's just sitting there constantly turning a little wheel and throwing stuff into a little pot and saying, when she finally does the deed that she had to do because she fucked things up, the other little coronavirus spider thingies are like, wait. I don't want to do work either and just drop it on themselves. And it's like, is this, is this a mass suicide? Is this like a cult? Is that what's happening here? But no, no, no. They, they eventually, they, no, no death here. We're, we're, we're allowing them to come back to life and they'll do their job in a minute. Very interesting sequence. And then we are introduced to another, a new character. Lynn. Um, Lynn. But, oh my God, it's Susan Egan. That's Meg. Yes. Mm-hmm. Before Lindsay, before she got there, I was like, you're going to recognize one of the voices, Lindsay. It's probably going to make mm-hmm. you happy. Mm-hmm. Um, for those theater lovers, she, she was the original Belle in Beauty and the Beast, the musicale. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, 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 like we mentioned before, this is technically in the world of Disney. Pixar and Disney picked it up. You're going to bring your A-plus um, players to it if it's already a well-received movie. You get your good voice actors in there. Yeah. And Susan Egan's good. Um, but talk about another fucking character that has no backstory. Like, who the hell is Lynn? Well, she's clearly not human. Right. But she doesn't have, like, dots in her head like the other uh, not humans. Is she not human? Because she could also be... Ah, uh-huh. she could just be human, but have the, her smell worn off. Right. Yeah, she, she could be, like, Shihiro, she could be like a but, you know, 15 yeah. years later. That's true. Yeah, I, I see that there. And she just doesn't really remember that she's human anymore. Mm-hmm. She she could be human again. No, no. Well, it, human again is a song from Beauty and the Beast that was cut from the movie uh-oh. that oh, we put yeah. into the musical, and they reanimated it for the re-release of the movie. Oh, I do uh-huh. that so now. what an interesting fact, Michael. Thank you for sharing that. You, with you're all. welcome. I, I had a, I got I like my theater facts. Um, but yeah, so I don't know what we don't know what she is. Um, I thought she was still human, but again, I don't know the rules of the world yet. She so it was. She seems the most human of anyone we meet. Yeah, you're right. Um, so then we we have this whole sequence where, um, Kamaji's like, no, no, that's that's my granddaughter. Uh, she hears my granddaughter. But then he's like, go make a deal with Yababa, which is contradicts everything that um, Haku is trying Haku to say. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he was trying to keep her down there in the boiler room so Yababa wouldn't see her. And it's just interesting that. Hero is definitely a young girl who trusts anyone. Yeah. She's very trusting. Trust is hard. Well, he, so, I think that there's a moment he says, that's my granddaughter. So he's really he clearly doing looking out that. for her. And Lynn even says on their way up, the, you should thank the boiler man. He's really yeah. sticking his neck out for you. So she is told to be polite. She also says that you can't even say, yes ma'am or thank you right and it, she's so in shock she is a polite little girl but she's yeah. so in shock she needs to be reminded to just be who she is yeah i did say susan again at the beginning of the movie it, she, she she's mean she's mean in this movie she's that whiplash mentor the the kind of you're getting this like new hire uh being put through the ropes by yeah. somebody who's jaded by the whole experience already and i can't wait to share at the end who, who we've like, cast yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Um, so this bathhouse is huge. When we start now exploring it, it's, it's big. And I was like, this is a metaphor for something. I don't know what it's a metaphor for, but it's a metaphor there. It's beautiful. And then we are introduced to the radish spirit. 
Yes. To which I would like to say that is probably what I sound like in the morning when I first wake up. Uh, uh. Um, yeah, and then my next note was, is Lynn not human? What is happening here? Because they... Because they, he says because, he's not human. Right. So... Well, that's another thing confused. that Lindsay brought up that Haku says later, um, after a week of eating our food, her smell will have worn off. So maybe he's saying, you smell like human, uh, which she wouldn't anymore. Yeah, that would be right. thing. So he could right. be saying, you smell like your old self or... Uh, or just that she is a different kind of spirit that's not human. Yeah. We don't really see any other limbs, though. No, not at all. Um, roasted newt is a delicacy here. Apparently. Have you ever had roasted newt? No, but frogs probably would like it. Probably, probably. Um, so then we have this little um, exchange in an elevator where Lynn is like, go up there, but Radish Spirit is like, I need to get in this elevator too. So um, Shihiro is stuck in the elevator with Radish Spirit. If I were her, I would freak out. Yeah. I'd be like, no, 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 thank you. Um, if you were stuck in an elevator with someone that you'd freak out with, who would it be? <laughs> in a good or a bad way? Your choice. Um, I don't want to say mine, but I think we all know who mine would be. Uh, uh-huh. What about... No, I just, I'm thinking of terrifying things. If I was stuck in an elevator with Kellyanne Conway, I'd be like, get off that Blackberry and get up off of your knees. All right, See, all right. in, in, in a lot of those situations for me, I would feel worse for the person trapped in the elevator with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like I- Yeah, I wouldn't want to be trapped in an elevator with Lindsay either. You really would not want to be, like, especially if I've got something to say and you have pissed me off, you do not want to be in an elevator with me. That is a- Same. Traps. I'm on the same Maybe. way. Um, so this whole elevator sequence, fun, whatever, the music's there. It is so striking when the music cuts when she gets out of the elevator and all you hear That's are awful. natural sounds and silence. Yes. This, my friends, is why the power of music and sound design in movies is so important. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't remember the music following the movie, there's a reason and importance for every single part of the score. Yeah. So th- when this cuts out, I was like, okay, something big's coming. It's drawing you in. So she walks and walks and walks. It's like a lamp and, and it's beautiful. Yeah. The vases. 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 Um, and then she gets to a door handle that starts talking to her. And I'm like, are we going to Oz? Or like, where are we now? I, yeah, what what I, is it, happening? I wrote down Wonderland question mark. Yeah. Well, she's um, definitely down a metaphoric rabbit yes. hole. Mm-hmm. So we now are officially going to meet Yubaba. Um, uh, I don't like the severed heads. I don't understand what Why? they are. If you're going to exactly. ask me what they mean or symbolize, I could not tell you. Um, I would say as a, as a dungeon master, um, <laughs> they're probably just a hint to show you that she has powerful magic and it's like a, a concept yeah, yeah. of something come before. Those are somebody's heads. Mm-hmm. They, they surely are. They don't have um, bodies anymore and they don't do shit. Yeah. Yababa does say something... Um, about me in this movie she didn't realize that oh. she, she says you're just a stinking useless weakling three nice things about yourself i'm a stinking useless weakling three nice things about yourself um 
Um, what are three nice things about myself? Um, I'm good at interior design games on my iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, my dogs love me. Good. Oh, yeah. That's a good um, one. Yeah. Excellent judges of people, by the yes, way. So. Yes, it, it's true. And third and least of all, um, I'm a good friend. Yeah. yeah. Sure, let's go with that. Yeah, there you um, go. But back to you, Baba. She is not here for Shihiro. She's like, shady. Get away. Well, we, we start with her saying, come in, in the exact same voice and style and whatnot of Ursula. Yes. And I wrote and, that and, down and, many, and many and times. These nails, these rings. Yes. Mm-hmm. So here's my question. All leading up to this. Yababa, she's looking for you. She's looking for you. And she gets her. And she's like, I don't want you to give me, I don't want you don't, I don't want you to have a job. So what is she looking her looking for her for? Or is she not technically human in this moment? Uh I think that she can do whatever she wants to humans who by their choice defy the rules of the world, right? Like the parents ate the food. Yeah. So Shahiro hasn't done anything wrong yet. She can't probably do anything to Shahiro. And if Shahiro gets a job because of the contract that Yubaba signed, give a job to anybody who asks, then she's under her employment. So then she gotcha. can do something. To, like, totally All right, okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's the loophole is Haku's like, get a job before you can do anything wrong. Right, okay. All right, that makes sense. I mean, working is a trigger word for Yubaba and working is a trigger word for me too, so. We're a lot of us now. Um, but you the bathhouse. If every drag queen at the very beginning, that's what Lindsay said, every drag queen at the beginning of the year, please, I just want a job. Right. I work really yeah, hard. Shihiro right. point blank says, can't you just give me a job? And I am like, how many times have we heard baby yeah. queens say that? Yeah. Well, so the bathhouse is for the spirits to replenish themselves and her parents are pigs because they ate all the food. That's what we learn. Yeah. Um, clarify a few things about the world. It's clearly that Yubaba is so magical she can control and manipulate it. Right. Um, but yeah, so working is, we learned that Yababa just doesn't want it, whatever. She's going to give Chihiro a hard job until we see a giant fucking baby. Hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. I was like, are we, is now the point of um, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid? Is this well, we don't watch quite it? see it. Do we see its foot? No, we, 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 see, we see like, I think an arm. Yeah, Th- yeah, things have broken right. through and I was like, Oh, this, this this child is um fucking knocking its way through. Well, Yubaba's also very short but large. She's wide. She she's a she's she's a, she's she's a lot of things. Yeah, she's a lot of things. Um, yeah, but then, like you had mentioned, the next thing I wrote was a contract. Like Ursula, read the contract, child. Go go yeah. to the fine print. Very uh, because Ursula vibes there, and um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. since this is not drag casting, this is just. It needs to be the live action cast. I turned to Heidi and said, I cannot wait for Bette Midler to age into this role. Yeah. yeah. How full circle that is, her owning a bathhouse. Right? She's got to start at the bathhouse. She's got to end at the bathhouse. That's true. That's true. I just hope Bette Midler doesn't look like that in real life ever. We'll do some prosthetics. She'll be great. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so this is then we learned that where Yubaba took an oath to give a job to anyone who asked. Um... And now we learn that, no, no, Shihiro, that's not your name anymore. You have to be Sin. Um, and now Haku shows up to give her a job. And can I get a paying job comes in. 
Um, again, I as well too, please give me a paying job of some sort. I, would, I will do most things. The parallels to society in this world right now. It's everyone just like, please very much go to work. I want to work. I don't want to be turned into a pig. Right. You also brought up an excellent parallel of, uh, you know, you want to work and then someone might force you to change your name. Yes, that's it too. Like you, it, it is the, the, there's a drag world there. Like you get hired and then your name changes and your identity is changed and you take on this new persona and you do everything everyone else tells you to, to try to fit in before you even, and then you forget what you started to do it for. Yeah. You forget well, why, who you were. Or you get my, on a certain show and they make you change your name if they don't like it. Or Yeah. My favorite thing recently has been um, everyone who has been fortunately vaccinated who are taking photos of their vaccination card and the drag queens who do not want anyone to know what they're, real name is so they're hiding that part but they're still showing their age but um they don't want they don't want the real identity out there oh see my favorite is now that i like i don't work in nightlife so much anymore i love that i am very proud they're like this is my age (laughs) now i don't have to hide it like no ageism here honey yeah (laughs) um, no god welcome to the 30s you know i i'm here for it i love it it makes more sense for me. Just wait, just wait. Just, I'm just... dancing in the corner, you guys can't hear. Michael, it. my body has been falling apart since the day I was born. All right, let's be real about how long I've been in my Oh, it, it's not that one. It's it's when you start meeting people and you're like, I'm getting older, but you're all staying the same age. You're still, oh my God, you were born in 1999? Michael, I don't have a thing. I can't. It's not as big of an issue for me. True, but you're going to have to start working with an intern sometime, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I used to work in childcare. It's fine. I'm ready. That's fair. Okay, that's fair. Um, so yeah, Haku has to now find a job for um Sen. We're gonna, we're gonna call her Sen now. Um, but no one wants a human to work for them except for Lynn, who is now stuck with her. Uh, mostly because human smell is that what we are here to learn? They they definitely say that human smell. So they'll stink up the whole place. One girl says. She'll stink up our hall though. Nah. Yeah. Department. She says department, I think. Mm-hmm. And and um, now that yeah. Sen is working for Lynn, Lynn does a total 180 and she's nice. Well, I think was this was a setup? Of, I think Lynn was more, you know, not nice to Sen for show. Yeah, I think it was more like uh like, oh no, don't give me her. I don't want her. So that other people would think she did, wouldn't want to be okay, human, but also yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of similarities to her character from Hercules Meg. Like she's putting up this front of being hard and tough yeah. when she has a soft spot for this little girl. Maybe that's, that's she true. sees herself in her. So after the job is set, uh, Haku is going to go up to see Yababa before she flies off to somewhere. Where does she go? Who knows? Taking a little trip, searching for some magical secrets. It's almost like she sets up the world and she's like, I know these parents are gluttonous pigs. I'm going to make them go off the road the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So if anyone knows, like if there's any history or backstory that I've lost, like I said, we there's so much unanswered in this movie that I'm like frustrated. Um, Lynn and Sen go to bed. Then we wake up to see how many people are in that room? Oh, a lot. Dozens. And none of them care about a fucking whimpering child? No, they hate her. She's a human. I, she's weak. We Humans are weak. Yeah. This is a place for spirits. 
That's why we don't hire humans. They're awful. Yeah. Um, and that's, this is when I say, come on, Lilo, shush up. Don't need to hear you. Mm-hmm. As she wakes up, she hears a voice tell her, go to the bridge to see her parents. Um, obviously, that was Haku, but it was still also a little creepy in 2021. Please don't do that. Um, Chihiro needs to go to the bridge to see her parents, and she needs her shoes. And the little spider ball um, coronavirus things have her shoes because are they hoarders? Are we Do they have everyone's shoes? What, what do they got in there? They're taking care of her. She was nice to them, so they're nice to her. Karma. Well, that's mm-hmm. that's one of those things where, like, oh, I, this takes stranger danger to a new level. Um, you know, like, woman grew up in the South, whole thing. I don't know how much everyone else was taught this, but we were given these sort of tips of, like, if you're in an abusive relationship, make sure you have access to the following items. Shoes. And one was always make sure you have access to a pair of shoes. Because, and that's also, like, a supposed to be a warning sign of if whoever you're with controls your shoes it means you don't have the means to leave um so that's terrifying you know that's that's one of those things that young women are taught like put your keys between your fingers or whatever it's just like oh if you're if you're with someone make sure you have access to your shoes see and i'm just thinking it was cultural with a bathhouse is why like you won't need those you're going to work here forever so we don't leave why yeah. would you need shoes why would you need to ever leave that's that fair. Crazy. This was the moment in the movie where I was like, can Haku be trusted or not? Because I'm I'm not sure who is trustworthy at this point because we've gotten a, two different sides of yeah. a lot of characters at this point and people saying negative things about certain characters. Yes. Like Lin, this entire time, is, don't trust Haku, don't trust Haku. Yeah. He does What's that dynamic? So I had that same thought. It seemed very um, like the tone of it was telling us to trust Haku and of course... Um, Shiro now Sen was you know very easily trusting Haku mm-hmm. but you know we're also hearing the messages literally of don't, don't trust, trust Haku him. and we're seeing reasons why we shouldn't um, yeah. so I thought that was also really interesting intentional or otherwise yeah I think absolutely. it's a, a thing about a pawn like you can't trust somebody who's who is being controlled by somebody else yeah um and she's saying no I can trust this person I, in the end they're good yeah. Yeah. So we get to the pig pen. There are a lot of pigs. Are it's they gluttonous humans? One of my, the, I think the one of the most beautiful visual sequences when they're running through those flowers. Absolutely. The way the flowers move before they get to the pig pen. It's just like. Yeah. Stunning. Look hard, Sen. They don't remember they're human and, and she doesn't know which ones are her parents at this point. Um, so it was a kind of a heartbreaking moment. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. Um, is this the loss of innocence? Is this the moment of adulthood? Who knows? There are a lot of metaphors in this movie. Yes. Be anything. Her I'll clothes. Remember where you came from. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Her clothes happen to be the same color as her normal clothes. Did anyone notice that? The pink shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Yubaba took Chihiro's name as she forgets it, but the card is her reminder of who she is. Yeah, how did that's that a big, Right, and that's a big part of why she has to keep it in her pocket. And it reminds you of like the importance of a name. I think that's cultural and also yeah. uh, I think that's significant for us all. I mean, yeah. in, a, in a society where individualism is so praised, like yeah. your name could mean everything. And this this makes her cry. We see these giant tears. They're kind of like the ones that I cry sometimes at night. Um, 
But then we get to see that Haku is a dragon. And the first thing that I was like, never ending story. Ah, yep. yeah. Yep, I could see that. Especially because he's so long. Yeah, yeah, he is. I said to um, me, I love how uh, much the culture encourages eating your feelings. Mm-hmm. They're Absolutely. just crying and eating. And, yeah. and that's perfectly fine. That's why comfort food exists. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then we have our first um, weather change. It is now going to be raining. Mm-hmm. Um, the bird lady is back. The spirits are back. Um, and then we start to see this creepy spirit with like a mask or something. No, ma'am. Send, don't let him in. Don't let him in. Stranger danger. <laughs> um, but she does. Because she's very trusting she is so her and lynn are given an assignment to clean the big bathtub that hasn't been cleaned in months and it's disgusting what do frogs do in there well i assume that she means like that's frog work because they are used to like muck and slime uh-huh, okay okay and so they clean okay so if it's not the frogs way. doing shit in there what are the spirits doing in there right yeah, I mean, maybe it doesn't get used that often because not many big spirits uh-huh. come. So. Well, so this was the other part. Uh, Lynn says, we use this bath for our extra gross visitors. Ah. Um, mm. And, you know, we're fast forwarding slightly, but there's a point to it. The the stink spirit, uh, you know, you'll notice that it is quite large. And so I was feeling even before we see that like very large spirit that they're going to put there, um, I keep thinking in that moment of like, we use this one for our extra gross visitors. Like, oh, this is just like the plus size section at any given store. Yeah. Oh, I could see that. Every time I have walked into any department store, any kind of clothing store, I have tried to find a plus size section. It is never readily visible. It is always like, this is where we put the things we're ashamed of that we don't want to look at. Mm. That's valid. That's very fair. But then there are also so many, like the radish spirit is there and he obviously doesn't go to that area that's and the ducks are very large spirits and i they weren't in that tub but that's true uh, that is true i see that i can see that but it's time they they need they need to get it done faster so she needs to get an herbal soak token what kind of herbal soak do you think this i've always wanted to get an herbal soak token my entire life i've wanted nothing more than an herbal soak token yeah um Judy Darling makes fantastic uh, herbal baths. Oh, really? She made one for me, like, you know, in the pre-COVID days. really good friend. I don't know why I didn't know that. Yeah. Did did you get a token from her, though? No. Uh, Yeah, was it a token? No, I I got a baked potato. Does that count? Mm. No. No. Did you know that um, you can send someone a baked, or not a baked potato, you can send someone a potato with their face on it? Did you know you could also send people potatoes anonymously with vaguely threatening remarks? I knew neither no. of these things, but I am very, very happy that I know them now. Yeah, yeah, because I was going to um, potentially get someone a birthday present and, and they're like, no, I don't want anything. I was like, then can I just send you a potato with your face on it? And they said, I will send you a list of things I want. Yeah. <laughs> Instead well, of the potato. You know, I, yeah. I realize now that I've said it out loud, I've spoiled this opportunity for myself. So I'm just going to go ahead and like spoil it further. I have always wanted to send at least one person, probably three or four people who I do not care for anymore. Threatening potato messages? Not even threatening. Like I want it to just be really confusing. You know, like they receive one potato that just says, look up. 
And then two weeks later, it'll be like, look behind you. Yeah. And then just like various potatoes that keep giving instructions that are very concerning, but like nothing is wrong. Under the sink. Yeah. Can you send that to someone for me? You know, you and I will have to discuss uh, oh, okay, mutual okay. potato sending. Yeah. I mean, okay, okay. Are tape recordings admissible in a court of law yet? Because right now you have just taped it. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Damn it. All right. Let's get back into it. Um, Yubaba senses something is coming, and then we see the gross sludge known as the stink spirit. Um, the foreman won't give Sen um, her little token uh, until the creepy mask spirit spooks her and the foreman because that that creeps him out. Yeah, um, that no face is, uh, you know, but that's also Sen gets a lot of karma, and this is an instant karma. She lets somebody in out of the kindness, you're gonna get wet out there, and then immediately he's trying to pay it back. He gives her what she wants when somebody else is uh, excluding her, not seeing her. Exactly. No face gives Sen the tokens, and then she says no until the bath overflows, and that's not a good thing, but the continuity of the bath. Is, is not very good in this movie. Sometimes it's overflowing, then it's back to normal. And I have a lot of questions about continuity here. So no one wants the stink spirit. We, again, we don't know much of the backstory, but what is it about stink spirits that of all spirits are not allowed in this bathhouse? Well, I assume that they just don't, they're just not wanting to deal with something gross, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh no, we're closed. And it's like, no, stop discriminating against me. This is a bathhouse for spirits and I'm also a spirit. Right, yeah. That, that was an interesting moment. Um, and then Yubaba tells Sen to take the stink spirit to the big bathtub and that's um, when we see Sen's hair fly, kind of a very, very anime-like um, because that smell must be her terrible. The taste and smell, smell mm-hmm. and feels always give her those tingles and I love it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, this was a really interesting sequence. Um, Stink Spirit was basically me during my pre-getting medication during my nerve issue time. Um, I was literally just a fucking useless slob because I could not get off my bed because I couldn't walk. Um, so I related with the stink. Is that a negative comment about himself? I don't yeah, know. I was, it's, kind of it's like factual. It's borderline. Yeah. Maybe needs a pageant question. We'll. We'll delay it for the we'll next delay time. It. We'll all right, we'll, all right. Um, so we're trying to clean the stink spirit. Trying to clean. I know you, you. You thought you knew where I was going, but then I twisted it. Like we're all. Um, well, yeah, we've all been there during quarantine. Well, sure. and that's the thing. I guess I felt very similarly because we're talking about this being like a, you know, obviously there was a medical situation here, so you know I'm going to chime in. Yeah. Um, you know, of, of course at the, at that moment when uh, Yuvaba realizes like oh, you said it's a thorn, realizing, oh, wait, this could be someone important that has a disorder instead of something we just don't want to deal with. Um, Like, this could be, you know, so... Oh, they're hurt. Let's help them. Right. Um, You know, you should be nice to people who are in pain because they might secretly be rich or useful to you. I think that's her thing. Oh, they they have a medical condition? We're a hospital now. Right, (laughs) right. Um, so like you now we just want to make you into the thing that we do want yes exactly so this is the first time we see Yubaba wanting to work with Sen to make something positive happen and it's not just a bike that's stuck in the stink the stink spirit it is a lot of crap there is a lot of crap coming out of this thing yeah barrels oh yeah pipes and um did anyone else feel a strong 
Dr. Pimple Popper vibe with that. No, I don't watch that show. I can't do it. I don't watch it either, but I have cousins who, you know, send me like the links, but with different names. I mean, you get that release that she pulls. And then then we have this floating head. I'm like, what? Is this like a dragon? What's going on here again? Mm -hmm. Um, But within this mess of a trash heap, there's gold in their crap. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, in a river, yeah, suddenly, Sen not only saves the day, but she makes them all a lot of fucking money. And this is a really interesting moment because now all of a sudden, Yababa's like, okay, wait, you're actually useful to me. Yeah, her her generosity makes her an unlikely hero. Yeah, and they and it shows also that Yubaba and everyone in the bathhouse only cares about money. Mm-hmm. Not, they only help her when there's something that they can gain. And then we get back to this conversation with Lynn and Sen, um, where Lynn tells Sen that Haku does Yubaba's dirty work. Why is she telling her this? What is this backstory between Lynn and Haku? Yeah, I wonder that too, and I've never thought about that until you keep bringing it up. What if Haku tried to help Lynn and it didn't work? Mm-hmm. Oh, that would make sense. And so she thinks that he's just a dirty monster, but it's yeah. just that you Baba outsmarted him or her. That's fair. The That's train. Cool. Oh, could you, oh, maybe, maybe that would be a prequel. The train. Oh. What is the metaphor of the train aside from going, traveling and getting you somewhere? Lynn wants to get out of the place and believes that the train is her answer. Everyone kind of thinks that now you, you get uh, later, Kamaji says that they've been wanting to leave on the train as well. Everybody, yeah. it's the only escape. It represents the only escape. Because the little- they can't cross the river. Right. The little frog is looking for some gold, but the the, the mask thing, no face, um, he's just dripping in gold. Like, and, 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 and now the, the frog is getting a little greedy and trying to take it and take it, and then the frog gets eaten. Yes. Um, is that another um, de- uh, metaphor for greed? Yes, but I also think it's a reflection of uh, No Face is this whole like consumerism, gluttony allegory there. Yeah. And I think that he sees what they want is gold and that their attitude is greed. And he, then he reflects that because he reflected the kindness from Sen, but then this, there, it's him alone with this frog and the frog is just like, oh yeah, I want, want, want. And then No Face says, okay, I'll take. Yeah. The frog's just taking, the No Face reflects that and then just takes the frog. Yeah. And then also he can take aspects of things. So now No Face isn't uh, silent. If he takes the frog, he can speak for himself. Well, right. so he's got the frog's voice, and then also he's got that sort of frog body. He's got yes, those frog he legs gets afterwards, those legs. Um, which I, I loved. How uh, this goes back a little bit to Kamaji. Um, a lot of the spirit characters, uh, or you know, hi Roman. Um, huh. A lot of the spirit characters kind of took on qualities of the. Um, the things around them yeah right so frogs spiders uh, yeah so with the spider coronavirus things mm-hmm. um kamaji kind of had that similar you know arachnid style body oh yeah 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 um yeah just, sure. a, just a thought that's true so 
there's a dream that Sen has. There are a lot of pigs in the dream, and she doesn't know which one is her parents, and it freaks her out, so she wakes up. and Forgetting her past, forgetting who she is. Exactly. It's morning. She got to find out what's going on because no one's in the room. What, what's right. going on? You usually well, sleep through the day. Exactly. Gold from Freaky Spooky No Face, it's making everyone want to feed him because they're he's giving them gold, and they're just greedy, giving greedy, everything greedy. he wants. Yeah. And he keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And Sen just wants Haku because she's forgetting her parents and she needs to remember them. She needs to mm-hmm. find him. And she then we get to pig pen again. Yeah. And then we get to see Dragon Haku, who is being chased by like paper birds. Are birds attacking him? Yeah. Um, Dragon Haku is hurt because there is blood, and those are what we call paper cuts. Yes. Ouch. I hate paper cuts. So many paper cuts. I, uh, a couple weeks ago, got a paper cut and then got another paper cut next day in the same exact spot. Oh. I was like, how? Do I play the lottery right now? Like, how is that possible? Just cut some limes. It's true. Um, That would have killed me. But the next note that I wrote um, is something that I think um, a lot of drag artists would Take two. Beg for tips, make yourself a dime. Hmm. Beg for tips, make yourself a dime. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the world of drag. Lynn's like, what's going on, Sen? Don't you want to come be rich? Yeah. Sen gets all the gold, but she doesn't want it. Which is very interesting because most young kids would be like, take. They'll take whatever they're given. Well, she has a different motivation. Yeah. Like once she sees Haku is hurt, she's on a mission. Mm-hmm. On Sen's journey to go find Haku, one of the little paper birds ends up climbing right on her back. And mm-hmm. obviously that is a very important paper bird we're going to learn later on. Um, but yeah, that, the paper bird's really interesting moment. It's like a little person bird. Yeah, they're they're weird. They're they're freaky. Um, so she's trying to find Haku, and she is going to find a room that is full of pillows and cushions and toys. And I was like, I would love a room like that. Oh, I love the room. And oh, different yeah. murals of beautiful landscapes all around. I mean, I I understand. Also, I was looking at it. I'm like, is this maybe kind of a padded cell? Yes, it is. But I. I still want to be in it. Is that a, a colorful padded child? Well, and what's interesting is the person that is in there is the big baby. The big baby. And, and it is almost like a padded cell for the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, because the baby is afraid of germs. Yeah. It says, if I go outside, I will get germs. I'll get sick and I will die. And I was like, oh my God. That was hard yeah. to hear. Right wow. Now. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Especially that was after, after we had seen everybody when the stink spirit came, put on masks. Yep. Yep. So that, that, that was definitely interesting. Um, what I will say, I know it was not an, an exact vocal uh, similarity, but the, immediately when the baby started talking, it's like Tommy Pickles. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. some of that there. Yeah, different voice actor, but I was like, okay, I, I understand where we're going with this character. Um, the baby says, play with me. I want to play now. Sounds like it's his rules and his rules only, and... I know people like Sounds that. Like the apple doesn't fall far from the tree there. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, why did baby turn into a mouse? 
oh, it's because the paper bird is evil. It's Jubaba's evil twin. Mm, yes. The Neba. Um, interesting. This is an interesting little twist that I didn't see coming. I love a wicked twin. Yep. Yeah. Um, who also calls Haku a greedy thief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden there's this little moment where Haku and Sen fall with the bird and the mouse and none of them are freaking out that they're falling through this hole. Well, I mean, maybe they are freaking a little. <laughs> There's no like screams or anything, but then I mean, obviously they're going into water, which obviously Haku's fine with. Well, you would think. Right. Um, medicine from the river spirit uh, is the next moment we get to see. Because I don't remember that bit happening. I must have been writing a note when I, when she got um, the medicine. After she, when the when the little face appears. Yeah. After she pulls it out, it says like. Gotcha. And then like. I was literally writing my note there. Holding a little nugget. Gotcha. Um, and then the slug. She tried to slug. eat it um, when her and Lynn were sitting there looking at the moon. When they go lights out, she oh, tried to bite right. it. And she's like, oh, oh that's what it is. Okay. Got it, she got it. She it herself and it was like not helpful to her. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, but Haku is gravely ill and um, just showed up and got, took a job. And that's the only backstory we learned about Haku. Mm-hmm. Um, what was interesting is how they were all reacting around, um, the, 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 I guess the blood of the, the slug, the little footprint, um, Mm. that, uh, she made, um, because like the little bugs and the mouse are like, they're dancing around it. They're celebrating it. Why? We'll learn later. Mm. That's the the curse. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Cause things, cause mucus that. Right, because at that I moment I was like, "What are they celebrating? With? What what do they just do?" And then we'll we'll find out a little bit later. And that was where I, at this point in the movie, I was like, "We are still learning the rules of how this world works. Mm-hmm. We're nearing the end, mm-hmm. and I don't have any resolution on anything." So, Yubaba. Um, oh yeah. Uh, so Sen wants to return the gold seal to Zaniba, um, but she has to get back. On her own is what she's told. Uh, Boiler Man gives her a train ticket, even though No Face is a bad person and Yababa is pissed, and she just she's, she needs to do this. This is how she's going to make everything better to get her parents back. Yeah, or so mm-hmm. she believes. She thinks. Well, I mean, maybe she's just decided that uh, Haku's the only person who's been nice to her and who has helped her with her go visit her parents, and so without Haku, she would lose her parents. Yeah. Um, and then before she can go on that journey, Yubaba says, go get the gold from no face because rich, 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 rich man there. Um, the way she said it to her was very much like she was a prostitute. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's asking for her. Yeah. How creepy. How creepy for kids film. It's also a moment like you, nobody wanted you. And now you're the only one who can save the day. It's true. Yubaba cannot recognize that her baby is the mouse. And I think that's a really cool parallel. Mm-hmm. That she can't recognize her own, own child. Family. Yeah. She isolates it so much and keeps it away. Exactly. 
at this point is when I said that no face is like scary. Now I don't like him. I understand he is lonely, but I am not here for him. He's yeah. A little terrifying. Screaming, I'm lonely at sin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, listen, I I'm lonely, but I don't scream that at people all the time. Unless I do. I apologize if I do. Sorry. <laughs> um, um, but like the, he's the food isn't satisfying him. He can he can create as much gold to get whatever he, he just wants. wants the company of, of someone who cares yes. about him. He What's just it? wants genuine interest and care. Sen is the only Sen is the only person who's cared about him when he was nothing and no one else could see him. Yeah, I understand. I, I hear that. So I wrote this down. I was also really struck by him screaming, "I'm lonely," and yeah. immediately wrote down like how relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I think we've all experienced a little bit of that in you know, during the pandemic, I know Michael, you and I have experienced a little bit more of that given two of our abnormally parallel personal situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's showing to an extreme what people will do when longing for connection. Right. Yeah. And, and, and in no faces situation, he literally is going to give her all the gold he devoured other people just to try yeah. to get attention from like, others. and he will give her the gold, and, and that's kind of like what I've done to certain people right. too. I, yeah. yeah, if it, if that's the way you think that they'll say, you go to those ends. Well, some people there are love languages that are different, and some people gift sure. giving monetary like that's the only way they know how to show it. My my love language is quality time. What, what do you know your love languages? I like quality time. I also like physical touch. Mm-hmm. I need words of affirmation um, or acts of service, but I'm very much a gift giving person. Mm-hmm. I am too. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. I'm also an acts of service person. Like receptively, my languages are um, acts of service and words of affirmation. But yeah. like, you know, what I tend to give would be uh, gifts and acts of service. Now, speaking of giving, um, No Face is giving us something. He is puking people out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's starting to uh, self-destruct, if you will. But I think that's because she forces a river spirit into him. Yeah. Which the little, the little, the second half, she gave one half to Haku, the other half to No Face. And if it brought out some sort of dark magic or some whatever magic was on the seal or slug that came out of Haku, it's probably doing the same thing to No Face. He's now has to reject all of that nastiness that he consumed. Now. This is meant for kids. This is a kids movie in a way, family movie. When you watched it as a child, did you laugh with no face puking? Uh, I don't know. It was very creepy, but I think that the fact that the people weren't dead was good. Of course, yeah. It's like the well, the well in Pinocchio. You know, um, it's creepy. No face. The whole no face experience is very terrifying. Absolutely, I agree. Um. So now Santa's finally on her way. She gets to go wait for the train. And I ask, is it like the MTA? How long is she going to have to actually wait? <laughs> I love that she's in that little, that Lynn has that little boat that she's doing. Yeah. There and she, she says, can't turn around. No face, you better, if you, if you do anything to her, you'll be in big trouble. And it just yeah. such Megra vibes there. You know, totally. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like 10 years old in terms of maturity on this one, but I could not get over the fact that, uh, she had a one-way ticket to Swamp Bottom. Swamp Correct. Bottom. Swamp Bottom. Yeah. I know a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? You know, yep. and apparently it, the train used to go both ways. But now, now when it, it comes doesn't. to Swamp Bottom, it's only, only one way. In. Right. Now, why is she is Sen suddenly so nice to No Face? 
why is he letting why is she letting him go on this journey with her since he's the good in people mm-hmm. and uh i think that she sees that no face is reflective of his surroundings and yeah. the desires that he sees so um he wasn't harmful to her when he was like well, he was trying to eat her on, on as she was running away a little bit yes but when in this form now he's back by the time he gets back to sure, the train, okay. he's like kind of just followed her in this normal form from when she let him in she let him in he became evil right <laughs> And so then they get him out and he's back to normal. So she's probably like, oh, that place is bad. And I can see that now. And maybe you shouldn't be there. So do you want to come with me? If you want to go, I'll help you escape this evil place. But I have something to do. So I'm not going to change my whole life to help you, but you can come with me. Well, I think there's another, you know, option here, which is what would the alternative be? Um, Send him back inside to do more corruption which would be bad well also sen is just not a combative person that's true that is that is not what that character is not like confrontation um so you know to then like especially finding out the nugget of info that you provided us with this was not scripted um you know if, if you've got no face showing up and suddenly the character of sen is confronted with this oh you want to come too you know, like yeah. that character has to, in that split second, decide, am I going to suddenly be a different person and say, no, leave me alone. Or am right. I going to go along with right. this? She is a yes ander. Um, did she have another ticket for him? There were four total. Yeah. So okay. I'm, I'm like, you're counting the mouse and the bird. I could have put them in my pocket. You would not know right. that they were there. Right. Um, so, the visuals, the visuals on this train ride were breathtaking. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because this was another moment where this is where the 3D animation came into the movie. You see the um, swarms, the infinite yeah. sea. That it was gorgeous. Yeah. These like immigrant style spirits with their hoods and their bags and their coats getting off the train as if you know traveling on long journeys. And I think that it's a if this is a limbo space that she's in, maybe they're going on to the next step. They don't need to go get rejuvenated at a bathhouse. Right. They're ready to go wherever yeah we're all thinking haku is like still dying here right no worries right no no <laughs> pure love broke uh zaniba's curse no true love true love it's a really good they way have to found love within this span of a day i mean you don't know if it was just a day okay three days well and importantly it's it's left vague it's just love yeah it's Um, it's love it's love and i think you know maybe maybe i'm just misinterpreting it but i got that there was no push of romantic vibes here partially because it's important that she stays a child yes Yes. um but also i i appreciate something addressing that love can be non-romantic and non-familial yes go on no i also think that it's not necessarily that Shahiro, this 10-year-old girl, loves Haku, but rather that Haku, this spirit through which has all, felt a connection, wanting to protect this girl, some outside force loves her. Yeah. Yeah. Platonic love, it's a real thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bro. Yubaba, Yubaba <laughs> is pissed that Sen caused so much damage. So she, basically she's like, you know, I'm going to fucking eat her parents. Um. Yeah. Hang on, before we leave uh, Zaniba, right? Are we? Are still- we yeah. No, I don't. Oh, we, haven't, we haven't gone there. We haven't met her yet. Yeah, she's officially. on the train. Sorry, we go back sorry. To Yababa. Um, Yababa realized her baby has been replaced, and she is 
panicked and freaked. So she suddenly breathes fire. Um, and then oh. Haku's like, no, no, he's he's with your sister. Um, again, the rules of what Yababa can can't do. Is she a firebird? Is she like a phoenix? Is she Audrey Phoenix? Who knows? Oh, that would be an interesting casting choice. I didn't oh, have- God. Um, yeah, okay. So, Haku says, Terrap sends contracts, return her and her pig parents to human form, but Ursula is like, one more test, bitch. We are giving her one more test. So many tests. Always. Life is about all the tests. We're walking. We're walking. The bird can't carry the mouse anymore, so they just flip rolls. So they are in a versatile relationship. It's good for them. Um, and then Sin's even like, do you want, I'll carry you. And the mouse yeah, is like, like, no, I got this. Yeah. Which I think is just a small step for the independence of Absolutely. an agoraphobic giant baby who thought mm-hmm. going outside of their own room would kill them is now happy to explore on its own. Just a small little note. Yeah. yeah. Um, lantern hand. What the fuck? I love lantern hand. It's yeah. just a little pogo stick, very Pixar. Very I'm- Pixar. Um, as someone who just spent an inordinate amount of time trying to pick out a lamp, where the hell was this? All right, Home Depot does not carry it. I was very disappointed. I just picture you lighting new candles and putting them in this lamp as it's jumping. And, you're, oh, God, I- and that's still a hell of a lot easier than the thing you have to turn. You know, yeah, that's know. true. That's true. I have a nerve damaged hand, so I have to factor that in. So Lamps are my- discriminatory. Let- yeah. Listen, why do lamps hate disabled people? Who we knows? don't know. But it, Ask Liza. It does make me think of that, like, will a falsy neck do it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Sen shows up at a door that is opening for her, and it's Zaniba. Um, she's still angry at Haku for splitting um, her into two because, mm-hmm. you know, paper cut. Still don't know. I don't understand why the paper and uh, Zaniba have a relationship. I don't understand it, but. Sure. It's a magical thing. She was manifesting yeah. herself into that paper. Um, projecting, if you will. Then Sen tries to apologize for killing the slug, to which we then learn, no, 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 that slug was controlling Haku. Yeah, that He's was free now. magic, not Zaniba's. Yeah. They both came out, which is, I think, funny since they're twins. Both of the magics came out of him when he uh, yeah. ate the river spirit tree. And, and, and speaking of being allowed to be their true authentic self or who would they want to be, Mm-hmm. Bird and Mouse are given the opportunity to return to their old form. They like the spell his is off, but they don't want to go back. They no. like what they are. They like what they are. I mean, I wouldn't want to be a, a bird with you, Baba's head either. I like this tiny beak and, uh, and googly eyes. Exactly. Um, Zaniba basically says, I can't help you or your parents or Haku, but thanks for coming. Well, here is the thing. She is like, you can think of something to do. Yeah. And I think that this is a, one of my favorite parts is that they just kind of spend some downtime hanging out with granny and they, they, all three of her friends. So this, I mean, weave together a little thing for her, a ponytail holder, just a simple little hair tie, a little hair tie. Uh, But the symbolism of that is that you're protected by the smallest act of kindness from your friends. So I have, I have two thoughts here. Uh, one is that that magic ponytail holder they gave her um, gives me such strong Violet from Series of Unfortunate Events 
vibes. Because, uh, you know, Violet's got her ribbon that when she ties her hair back, you know that's when she's kicking Business. into gear. Yeah. Um, and in fact, Zaniva tells uh, Shihiro that, you know, when she is about to spring into action or whatever it is, like when you need to get something yeah, done. Use this to tie your hair back. Use this to tie yeah. your hair back. And this is not the first time. Like the fact that it's being directly addressed um, in this movie and in series of unfortunate events is just calling attention to a trope that you two will now forever see. see in every movie that involves when a, a woman pulls her hair back, hair she's mm-hmm. getting to business. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. One line that stuck out to me during the sequence was once you met someone, you never really forget them. Yes, yeah. you never really forget them. Um, and so that's the other thing I have written down with Zaniba. I have uh, shady Zaniba and wise Zaniba. Mm-hmm. Back to back, we've got shady, um, you've seen her, how tacky her home is. Yes, I love that. And then immediately followed by once you've met someone, you never really forget them. Yeah. yeah. And I just thought how that truly is the perfect grandma. Any like a grandma is both shady shit. and wise. Yeah, and then yeah. Guys. Zaniva tells Sen to call her granny, and it's all about threads and sewing. And it, it was a lot of metaphors in this. And I'm sure no child uh, watching this movie understood a single thing about it. But you know what? It was there for the adults. Um, the wind blows in, and it's not Mary Poppins. It is Haku. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sen decides, okay, fine, I can remember my name now, and she knows that she's Shihiro. Um, and then we have this uh, never-ending story, Dragon Ride. I really wanted that um, music to come in, but alas, it did not. But this is also the moment that Haku is a river. And that's yeah. when he remembers. When Shahiro remembers uh, falling into a river mm-hmm. as a child and nearly drowning, but surviving. And I mean, it's so weird to think that the river is what is showing her love, but I think right. it is the the moment that she as a human being almost died and like went to that precipice or that limbo moment and came back. And it's part of this thing, which I think uh, hints at what Zaniba was doing with weaving because mm-hmm. in many worlds, magic is like a tapestry, it's, it's a weave. And so you, when you do one thing it affects another and you move right. things and manipulate them as you can, which is why they make that um, thing for her. They make her a little hair tie. And it's as if the very forces of nature were moving to make sure that this small child didn't die. And it is the, the love of the world to save a child in a, desperate mo- in a desperate moment is kind of what brings her to the realization of the name of this river. Yeah. It's not necessarily like, it is platonic love, of course, but it's not necessarily just that. It's so, I think it's so many more levels. Yeah. And they, they do have that little like head to head moment. Um, it, I was worried there was going to be a kiss for a second because they did that, get, did get that close, but no, they didn't. It was just, it's platonic love. You're allowed to do that with your friends. But then they start falling, falling because why not? And it was just too much for my sober self. I was like, the, no, again, no one gives a shit that they're going to be falling, but all right. works out. He's not a dragon anymore. Oh shit. Maybe we should have waited until he landed to tell him yeah. his name. Yeah. I had they, can, too. they can fly apparently. So I don't know. I really, I don't know. It's a very grease moment. They just flew off in the car right there. So yeah. grease. <laughs> but they drop in and Yababa is like final boss bitch time. It is. Let's, let's do it. One big. Um, but baby doesn't want Yababa to make Sen cry. But a deal is a deal because we finally get baby back and baby's talking back to mama. Mm-hmm. And Sen is ready to make you baba cry. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, the test, the test is to find mom and dad from the pigs, one try, and then they can go home. If not, you stay. She finally gives an answer. The answer is none of them. Is that your final answer? Is Regis Philbin here? Um, it is her final answer. And guess what? She's correct. She, she knew it. She knew her name. She knew her parents weren't there. And finally, Haku is thrilled that it's all happening. Um, she held on to who she was. She remembered yeah. her core. And Haku immediately's like, oh, go, go back to the other side of the river. They're waiting for you there. And, and then I was like, what? How did that happen? I She's changed there. but unchanged. Right. She is experienced the, uh, or she's gone through the trauma, uh, so she is more experienced, but she is still who she was at her core. Yeah. Haku, well, then, go ahead. It gets back to, you know, the very beginning where her parents aren't trying to push her to be something else. They're trying to bring out the curiosity in that her. That is her, yeah. And this experience is, I think, what, what brought out that curiosity and like showed mm-hmm. her that curiosity she was ready enriching. to get on a train to nowhere yeah yeah haku tells her he can't go back with her but tells shihiro she can't look back until she's past Ooh. the sundown i was like come on you're ready to see you know um or yes we, yeah. we got that we got we're throwing that one in her parents are waiting and basically blame her for running off which i was like <laughs> Is this a dream? If it's a dream, I'm quitting. I'm done with the movie. I'm, I, I know we're done. Where did you go? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, the car is full of leaves and is dusty inside. I was like, the passage long have they been? been a while, right. yeah. Um, maybe there's time that passes that we don't see necessarily. Maybe Sen was there longer than a few days. Yeah. Right. Um, but I, I, if, if it was multiple days, I'm worried about the movers. Oh, the movers just dropped all the stuff off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm um, worried about that. Like, has has the house been resold? Is that <laughs> does it still exist? I think weeks, not months. But we end with the movie. Don't be afraid of your new home. Is that the metaphor? She says. Part of it. I think I'm. I think I'm okay now. Yeah, this is when I was like, I don't think I can handle this. This it was hard. It was really hard to see this book end from the beginning and the end to watch this character go on a journey that I'm not sure I'm ready to go on. Yeah, it's like going back into the world that you were afraid to go into. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a really interesting movie and a really powerful movie for an animated film. Who, who knew that animated films could hit you so hard? Yeah, it's one of my top 10 of all time for sure. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, as we do on every podcast, we got to drag cast it. Yeah, we got to drive. Are we ready? Are we ready to do it? Um, I'm just gonna pull out my reference notes to make sure I um get all the character names correct. But let let let's start with our heroine, uh, Shihiro. Who 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 are we throwing out there for um Shihiro to play this part? Well, I think we're in full agreement on this one. Yeah, Heidi? it's Juicy Lou. Yes, yes. Ju- I would Juicy like to volunteer myself for her understudy. Okay, okay. Just you know, maybe go on for one show. I'm not as funny as her, but I, I play it a little more serious and sentimental. I think we had like someone else on my list who we'll get to later and we'll mention that that also would have been exactly, an option. Yeah. Um, but I refuse to allow anyone uh, but Juicy in that role. All right. Yeah. That, that works. That works. Uh, Haku, who, who will be playing the role of Haku? I don't know. This don't one know. was tricky for me because I am, again, I'm wanting to cast Drag Kings. Um, mm-hmm. 
I haven't seen him in a minute, but I would love to see Freddie Love in this role. Okay. All right. All right. If you think well, you're like drag kings right off the bat, I'm like, oh, Wayne Newton, duh. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Wayne Newton, I was like, he was one of the ones where originally I came in thinking like, yep, he's going to be the, and then I saw this character. I'm like, that's not Wayne Newton. Um, I also see this ritzy bitsness of Haku because I yeah. like this fierce dragon character, mm-hmm. but also like this like little tinkerbell package okay okay i i going along those lines package yeah yeah going along those lines i i would i would throw out like brenda brenda darling brenda Mm -hmm. is an amazing like i was thinking that too like what do we do like a dancing diva for the dragon aspect of it um just not like in shrek we have we can only have one person right no we're not doing that we're not doing that um next we have now we, we can decide is this two people one person Yababa, Zaniba, or we, what, how are we, how we doing this one? It's probably one, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, does, well, I, I have many options, so uh, we might have to let it be two, but I, all of the options would work for either. Okay. Well, because, I mean, if, if, if this is the musical version that we're going to be doing, obviously there, there, there can be two, and we can have like a I'll Never Leave You um, uh, moment. moment where it could be two but they performers. they aren't ever actually in the same space at There's the same time in the movie. Musicals, so. you can do whatever you want, apparently. That's true. Mm-hmm. I think it should be Ginger Snap, personally. Okay, okay. I, the, the gravelly voice, the short stature, the temper, I see it. Um, well, okay, so this queen is having a little bit of a glow-up moment right now. I think uh, Lady Celestina would make very good Yubaba um, okay. and mm-hmm. I think if we're going to do two character or like two you know whatever Yubaba Zaniba I don't care which one's which but I think Lady Celestina should be paired with Aviva Dickman oh my god yeah that, that, that checks I, out you put Aviva in anything that we have I will put Aviva in everything and I hope she's okay wherever she is um, um my other options uh were you know Emmy Great you're gonna hear her name a lot Emmy Great could play any part she could play any of these um and this is a little shady and I don't mean it to be I swear this is a compliment uh, when I said a little shady, a little wise, the perfect grandma, the next thing I wrote was suddenly Seymour. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, I was going to go um, someone on the older side as well, uh, Coco Taylor. Oh, <laughs> man. Bitch. I can see that. Wow, okay. I can yeah, see that. Um, for a moment, I was, I was going to throw out um, another um, young diva named uh, Vanna Du, but I was like, I think she would kill me if I put her in that role. One, you have to be able to play the part to be nominated for it, hon. Oh God, I think uh, that um, if we're gonna go with k- gatekeepers, I mean RuPaul is also Yubaba. Yes, 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 yes. You know, that, especially that, that's when that's she um, takes people's names. One hundred percent, or tells you to choose a different one. Mm-hmm. Boiler Man, Kami, uh, what, 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 Kamaji, Kamaji. What, what, where are we going with that? Had you said Kareem McJagger at I, one point? I did, and I here's, see that. here's why. Um, I see Kamaji as someone who is um, simultaneously like a little bit matter of fact, a little bit like this is how it is, but also offering like really great guidance. And I think Kareem hits that really beautiful balance. Um, and you can see it in like anything they post, but also any interaction with them, especially when they talk to newcomers. Yeah. I, so like that interaction between Shihiro and Kamaji made me think like, oh, that's Kareem talking to any new drag queen. Yeah. Um, there's this like, I'm terrified of this person. They're so busy and they're so fabulous. And then there's like a, a moment of eye contact and just a genuine exchange of words. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I, my heart is forever with this person. Yeah. But uh, I also was thinking a little bit that, you know, like when we were talking about it being a, a little bit of a Wild West vibe, um, my mind went to Jack Barrow 
Ah, yeah. That could be hot. The sash is there. The stash is there. Um, I I was just I was going more for the 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 wiggle to the top arm. So maybe we can have Utica. Oh my god, available. Utica just all the arms. Yeah. <laughs> Um, definitely for that dance sequence. That, or uh, there's has. another there's another person that I have cast as this, but our Pattaya Hart could play Kamaji, but I have her down for something else. Is that role Lynn? No, it's not Lynn. Okay, I okay. Well, let's talk about Lynn. It's who, just who, the who, girl who says she'll stink up our whole department. Pattaya, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no, we're not taking Sen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. just looking just... gorgeous in an updo with her sash and crown. Yep. Yeah. How about Lynn? Who who's gonna play Lynn? Ruby Roo. Yeah, so I immediately was like, Ruby Roo. Um, uh-huh. Shut up, get in here, you're horrible. <laughs> yeah. um, Love you. I also could see a really strong argument being made for Petty Cash here. I can see Petty Cash. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that works. Now that, when I said Petty Cash, um, Heidi brought a, a great point up for Petty being an option for Shahiro. Yeah, I mean, Petty has literally was told to change her name by somebody older and more experienced to yep. be a better drag queen in a sense. And she did, but- Who her herself did. had her name changed. Yes, her talent would have gotten her there regardless of what her name was. Mm. But it is like part of that world when you're told by somebody more wise than you, do something and then you're yeah. like, sure, and, you, and it works out for you. I just- No, f- oh, go ahead. No, I don't think that necessarily Petty sold her name to work in a bathhouse. That's no, not the same no. metaphor. But not yet, not yet. But change in being a drag queen. Yeah, yeah. And, and while I think like Petty has, you know, that clear parallel life-wise, I just don't think the the character she performs as is a 12-year-old ingenue. No, she's, I don't a, see she's that. a fierce um, ass bitch. Okay, so, Charlie yeah, so dancing, I, I put splitting. that, I put her as Lynn, but I also put, if we want to talk about someone who has this sort of like powerful command um, and and will whip into shape anyone who is like under her, you know, tutelage. Um, Yuha. Oh yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. is Lynn. That's so funny. That's, that like, works. Like, she, but, what? Like, with our strong and flexible bodies. <laughs> I, I I worked as an assistant for Yuha for like three days, uh, <laughs> and she point blank told me that uh, I was to work in her sweatshop, and I thought that was the most hysterical thing I had ever heard at the time. Um, but that's that wasn't wrong. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I could see Lynn being like that persona, if that yeah. makes sense. Let, let's discuss No Face. Oh, uh, Erica Clash. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm here for it. And um, obviously, there's gonna be like a, some amazing costume work during the as she gets bigger and bigger, and there yeah. could be a voiceover change. Whoever plays the frog or the John mm-hmm. Ratzenberger character yeah. can start can do some voiceover work during that absolutely uh fun fun fact ryan went on a date with erica clash over the summer oh my gosh yeah it didn't uh, work out well, i wonder erica why is lovely so it's probably ryan's fucking fault yeah uh-huh um why um, do people have a negative negative image of pageantry michael what <laughs> why do you think people have a negative image of pageantry i think because olivia lux done fucked up pageantry on drag race this week oh and I, oh, oh, oh. Um, threw away that line too. She had an and I oop line that she completely threw away. Oh, taste, taste done fucked up a lot of things on that um, challenge. Um, let's talk about Bo or ba- the, the baby. Who, who's no, 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 we're the not baby? done with, we're not oh. done with no face yet. Oh, no face. Oh, you have more options than Erica Clash. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arrow, that was my option. Oh, okay. I 
came in here and said Erica Clash. I meant I chose no other option, so I wanted to speak that one. <laughs> gotcha. I see. I see. I see. Um, it, I also had Yuha uh, down there for first alternate. Um, but yeah. I thought if we're going by face alone, ironically, I thought kimchi would be fun. Oh yeah, that just making a big old face. Um, yeah. and then uh, emigrate would be that's mm-hmm. another good spot emigrate. for Emmy. Emigrate yeah. could also be Lynn. Mm-hmm. Um, what, but what what about the baby? Maybe that's Emmy's role. I and I also thought that could be mm-hmm. a Viva Dickman. <laughs> that's that's um, fair. Or Jasmine Rice LaBeija. Uh huh. Like, absolutely. Place where she just like love my body, love it, love all the skin. Well, what else did we put Jasmine? We also had Jasmine as the radish spirit. Yep. And okay. Kimchi, okay. Kimchi maybe could be the baby. That 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 can work. That can work. Giant baby kimchi would be really cute to see. Mm-hmm. Um, how about mother and father? Do we have any roles for them? Yes. Well, you, because of the credit cards uh, and yeah, yeah, that, that, that checks out. That checks out. Um, now, first off, I I just have to go back to Scream Queens for a second and go with my favorite mom uh-huh. and dad of all time, Holly Box Springs and Violet Tendency as Jackson Heights. Uh. Well, right, Jackson Heights was Holly's dad for that, so I could see that. Yeah, yeah I just, I loved it. Um, also, could you see Holly Boxrings being like, "Juicy, don't cling to me," and Trisha Holly's the mom? <laughs> yeah, that, that's funny. That's that, that that's funny. Um, yeah. and she can transform into a pig. Oh reveal. It's a reveal. <laughs> um, we have another one, but if you have a mom and dad thought, you've got to give it first because we need this to be like. Um, I really, I don't, I, I, this, this is one of those movies that I'm a little stumped on. Yeah. You, you give our, our little steam sealer for the, uh. Oh yeah. It's Ducky and Patsy. Like, come on. Hello. The car is made of hair by Michael. That, that would check out. That would be a moment. Um, I And instead of flowers, they're like, stop, stop holding your wig so tight. We told you it would wilt it or something like that. That that would check out. That works. Um, are there any other characters that you wanted to discuss? I mean, we have the foreman, we have the assistant manager. And the frog person. The frog. Um, well, you know, I got to add this person in because I always do. I think the frog needs to be sweaty Eddie. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, that would work. That'd be funny. I could also see um, another drag artist we haven't brought up very often, but we should. Is a bad news bear. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I w- uh, Petty Cash could do something dancey with the frog. Yeah. If you yeah. wanted. As could yeah. Ritzy and turn it into like a fun comedy role. That's there. true. We could spin that. But right, then I'm like yeah. John Ratzenberger, like the foreman, <laughs> right? With his fans dancing around. Like I'm not. Who is that random character? Like there wasn't so such a defining feature of it that yeah stuck out as anyone you know it was just, just some john ratzenberger being role. available to do a voiceover he might be available still it's very possible who, who knows where he is stars you know that, that is true Years um ago. i wonder if bob the drag queen would come in to be frog for a second <laughs> oh i'm sure first first <laughs> i wonder if bob the drag queen would come on my podcast bob and they can be the parents uh, yep yep that, that's that's true they get lost because they're arguing about something. Who did we decide was Bo? I don't remember. Bo the baby? Oh, Essence! That's who I had down for Bo. Oh, is okay. Baby Bo? Yeah. Essence as the baby? That works. That, that That's very funny. That can I also be didn't know who to cast as the three heads. Oh, yes, you did. Nope. I didn't have any nope, ideas. she had no ideas at all. No. Maybe just no. three Essence heads? <laughs> uh, um, Essence, Jax, and a third? And Peggy. Sherry? Hibiscus. Oh, Hibiscus oh, is oh, technically Mama now. 
Hibiscus could be any number of characters in this yes. too. I thought about Hibiscus for the baby at first, but she's so tiny and the baby's so That's big. true. Well, she can be the mouse about, version. I thought about Hibiscus. The for mouse a, version. Oh God. I thought about Hibiscus for a minute for Kamaji for the same reason as Kareem, just because they're kind. like, yeah, yeah that mm-hmm. really kind, nurturing also like will tell you how it is, but in a, you know, yeah. I don't know, in a mentoring they're way, not a shady way. but also kind, yeah. 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 Well, I think we have a fun cast for this if, if it ever makes it to the Broadway of drag. Send out the emails. Uh, amazing. Get ready. So this is the point of the podcast where we're at the end and it is time to reveal ratings. Oh. Now, Heidi, you chose this movie. Yeah. Where would you rank it? What like, out of 10? Out of 10? This movie is a 10. 10 out of 10? Mm-hmm. There's nothing okay. wrong with this film. All right. And if you believe so, I uh, will fight you. I'm very, very capable of doing so. Okay. Okay. Lindsay, what is your number? I was going to go with nine, but now no, I'm afraid guys, of height. No, I'm saying if you don't, uh, if you think that I'm wrong, that's fine. You can have your own opinions. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go ahead. No, um, I, I do. I thought it was beautiful. Um, I think maybe I came into it like having researched the characters a little more knowing I would have to cast it at mm-hmm, the end. Mm-hmm. But I think if I had gone into it without looking at the character names and thinking about who might be whom, I would be very confused. So that would have brought it down yeah, to like a, a seven or an eight. But mm-hmm. I don't know, nine, I loved it. I did not do any research really aside from just the facts and putting them onto the paper. Um, so I didn't really, learn much about it so yes things were a little confusing it was a little difficult trying to figure out what was going on what was going on it is a gorgeous film Uh, the cinematography the art direction it's it's beautiful and i can see how a movie like this would have beaten lilo and stitch because disney is the reign supreme and during but during that time disney was not doing so hot um because i think it also be um uh atlantis or treasure planet one of those one one of those movies oh, came out around the same time. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, I understand. It's a recycled plot. Yeah, it was. It ha- it did use tropes of fairy tales. There are definitely things about it that are relatable. The one thing that bothered me was the rules of the world and how it just kept going and going. And I feel like when you don't have a script, that's how this movie ends up being: two hours. Yeah, it well, didn't the world need. Also, like you, you never know what the rules of any given world are. And right. There's, I, I think that we probably could go thousands of hours talking about absolutely what trying to create exactly. Right. They, they and and I, I'm definitely the kind of person where I'm still bitter at Lost for fucking up um, that television show and being like, you didn't answer a goddamn fucking thing, and I trusted you for six seasons and you gave me nothing. So in a way, it's like I have trust issues when it comes to rules and stuff. They gave you something. It, yeah, they gave me an, they gave me enough. Um, and maybe it was because it is the headspace that I'm in watching this movie of not necessarily ready to move on to the next destination. But with that and the length being my two biggest woes, I will give it a. Eight. Oh, I thought a six. I thought you were going to give it a six. Eight no, is- no. I, I, I think there. It, it's it originally like I was going to. It was probably going to be a little lower, probably around a seven. But talking it out, I feel like I understood it a little more and and would potentially want to 
go back on YouTube and like watch a couple of videos about people talking about it. Theories and stuff. Um, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of no-face theories for sure. Because there are, again, I am someone, I love a good backstory. I love character development. There's not that much in it besides Shihiro yeah. and her story. But there's, there's a, a lot, lot of wealth for more there. Exactly. It's one of those things that uh, you can draw your own conclusions and not everybody loves that situation. Exactly, exactly. Um, I am definitely not the one who likes to draw conclusions to my, for myself. I like definitive like answers. Told. Yeah, you like yeah I, I like to know what's going on. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm glad you picked this movie. I'm really glad you picked this movie because it was obviously a, a smash hit that I, for 20 years, didn't watch. Yeah, it's a very, yeah, very important to me. I think that it talks about a lot of themes, and um, I don't know. There's so many different things that. Uh, a closeted child might relate to absolutely and i think that something it, it's so beautiful that has survived the test of time i'm still watching it to this day is pretty cool yeah. yeah well where can we find you both on the socials and the venmos and those fun things all handles of everything cash app venmo and instagram are heidi the ho as per use spell ho h-a-u-x like foe and if you want to tune into uh my online show on wednesday nights hoka tour uh do that so that it stays a thing and if you follow you can vote along you can always vote on what this drag queen wears because i uh learned from a queen from the people yeah <laughs> and Lindsay, what about you well uh the best well First off, you can really only find me on Facebook because I am old and irrelevant. So Lindsay K on Facebook, right? K-A-Y. Yeah. Um, and in terms of, you know, Venmo and whatnot, you can get me at Michael Block Talk on Venmo. Uh, I'll take to, show it. Your, to show your appreciation, just Michael Block Talk. Mm -hmm. I'll take it. Well, it was so much fun to do this. And we got one more movie to round out this trio, and I'm excited for this next one because it's different than the first two. Oh, yeah. Oh, so very campy. much is. Yes, I get to make you watch this time. Yay! Yes. Well, thank you both for being here. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having us. The biggest thanks to Heidi and Lizzie for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. <laughs> <laughs>